0: Well, lots of debate about BC's approach to getting everyone vaccinated. We're going to talk about that and more with the help of Vaughn Palmer this morning from the Vancouver Sun. Hi, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. Now, first off, I know you know I'm going to ask you this. Cutlery up or cutlery down in the dishwasher?
1: Uh, Simi, I'm astonished that you have to ask this question Everybody knows it's cutlery down. We're Thank guided you. by the science here in British <laughs> Columbia. It has been proven in controlled laboratory conditions that cutlery down is the safest approach. Most so hygienic. And yes. just amazed that anybody out there still has any Thank debate you. about this.
0: Thank you for that. All right, let's talk about the other big debate that's going on out there. Uh, this, the issue of waiting for your second dose for four months here in BC. We're doing something differently, uh, more unique. I understand kind of where the government's coming from on this, or where Dr. Henry is coming from on this, because given people's behavior, Vaughn, people are getting riskier and riskier with their behavior, and they've got those mutations kind of roaming around out there. Isn't the pressure on to just get everybody vaccinated as fast as possible?
1: You've got it, Simmy, and... Uh... As a connoisseur of Dr. Bonnie Henry briefings, I would still say that yesterday's is one of the most impressive in an entire year. Uh, She really, really dealt with both the science and the rationale. And I think for those of us who were prepared to defer to her on the scientific issues will go, I get the rationale. We have limited supply of vaccine here in British Columbia for all kinds of reasons, but It's limited, and we still have a problem out there with the case count. We have a public that is really, clearly, obviously fed up with the restrictions. She has adopted a plan that is grounded in science, but it is also grounded in practical reality. Uh, We need to get as many people as possible vaccinated as quickly as possible, use our limited supplies to do that. And really, that's what this is all about.
0: That's what I was thinking too, is it? we know how people are behaving, right? Just that that story of the gender reveal party on the weekend, 17 people crammed in a condo, people behaving like everything is normal. I feel like the pressure is on And it's more important to get everybody vaccinated at this point.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, one of the most, and she was a lot of interesting stuff she said yesterday, but one of the most interesting answers I thought was when she was asked about uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci in the state. So Dr. Fauci said he doesn't think that the Americans need to extend the interval for second doses. He says that uh, he doesn't think it's necessary, but she said, well, look at why he says it's not necessary. The Americans are already awash in vaccines. They don't have a shortage of Vaccines. So Dr. Fauci is, and President Biden said it yesterday Americans are all, everybody in the States who wants to be vaccinated is going to be done by the end of May. Well, Dr. Henry says that's not our situation. We're hopeful, more vaccines are on the way, all the things we're looking at, but no, we need to get this done. Um, pretty dramatic, actually, what happened on Monday. The word went out to the health authorities. Uh, we've got more than 100,000 people in British Columbia who've got their first vaccine, and they're waiting for the second. And the health authorities were told switch their second doses to give those second doses to people for first doses. Those people are going to have to wait four months now. Uh, they were going to wait three months, and uh, it's, it's dramatic. I mean, this is real-world stuff, but. I do think the rationale that she laid out yesterday, um, I connect to anyway. I think uh, I'm I'm a pessimist about the situation in BC, as you know. Yeah. Uh, but I think she explained it well.
0: Yeah.
1: I think she also dealt with the science well. Um, I know you're on your news uh, running uh, the clip where she was asked about the national science yes. advisor. Well, uh well, you know, Dr. Henry can be diplomatic, but she can also be scathing, and uh, the statement that she uh, wishes the National Science Advisor had uh, made herself aware of the research on this issue um, before she spoke out was, was pretty damning. Um, for those of us on the sidelines, here's the important distinction, and again, Dr. Henry explained this. The manufacturers of the drugs only tested the efficacy first and second doses three or four weeks, and they only did it for a reason. They wanted to get these vaccines out the door and into people's hands, so they minimized the interval for legal liability reasons the manufacturers won't endorse a longer interval Mm -hmm. because it hasn't been tested yet. But this is where Dr. Henry got really interesting yesterday. She said, we are testing this in the real world. We're giving first doses to people already, and we've been doing it for months here and elsewhere. And what we're finding is that that first dose is like 90 percent effective. So the second dose only at the margins increases your protection. So she says, we already know that it's not the first dose is ninety percent effective. We can in we can we've got it. You've got a dose in your hands in the health region. You can give a second dose to someone who's already got ninety percent protection, or you can give it to someone who has no protection a first dose. The judgment call there, I understand it. I'm not a scientist, but I think she explained it well.
0: I thought so too. Um, Let's talk about the mass clinics here as we get underway. We know that the AstraZeneca vaccine is going to be arriving within days. It arrives in Canada today. So who's going to get that? Like, when are we going to figure that out?
1: It is really interesting. Uh, We are expecting an announcement on the full approach on AstraZeneca, but we got a pretty good indication yesterday. So if you're on the list to go to one of the mass clinics and you're there by your age group, when you go to the mass clinic, you'll be given Pfizer or Moderna. You'll take what you're given. She says you can't pick between Pfizer and Moderna, but the numbers are good. They're not going to, at this point, they're not saying the AstraZeneca will be available in the mass clinics. They That... Um, vaccine will be used, she says, flexibly. It has some advantages. You don't need to uh, haul it around in the deep freeze all the time. Regular refrigeration is fine. They will use it uh, for uh, people delivering uh, essential services. They will use it in workplaces. They will uh, essentially have flying squads that will deliver it. So they will use it, but in, in, as she says, in a flexible way. So, again, it's a matter of strategy, partly. It's a matter of the differences between the vaccines. But the other thing she said yesterday, look, we are... All the vaccines we are going to be delivering here in British Columbia are safe for people and uh, you should take the vaccine you're given because it will make you, it will protect you at a level that you are not protected at now.
0: Exactly. Let's talk about the variants here because I think that's also looming in the background of this because it's an increasing concern.
1: Yeah, you're right. And this is where we get the idea that it's a race between the vaccine and the variants. And she said that as well. She said yesterday, this is the area where she's most concerned. These are the variants uh, of COVID-19. We don't fully understand them, but they appear to be more communicable. Uh, they may, uh, there's some argument as to the degree to which they are resistant to the vaccines. But in any event, we only have a small number in British Columbia, what, 182 variants of concern. Most are the variant that first arose in the UK. Here's, uh, only eight of the cases are active, but here's the problem. Only about uh, 25% of the cases, they've still not been able to contact trace where they came from. So the other three quarters, they either arose from travel or from someone who was in contact with someone who traveled. But the one quarter of the cases out there that we don't know suggests a level of community spread that is concerning and another reason why she wants to get as many of us vaccinated as possible. The hope she held out yesterday is that um, we're not going to be able to contain community spread in British Columbia until we get a lot more people vaccinated. And so the question we all have is when do we start seeing the restrictions lifted? What I heard yesterday, visitations in long-term care should be back closer to normal by the end of march by mid april if all goes well we should be able to start lifting some of the restrictions on the rest of us caution however still doesn't expect to get us all vaccinated until mid july so what two months after the Americans get there. So we still got a ways to go to behave ourselves, but I can certainly see the rationale for getting as many people first doses as possible as soon as possible.
0: Me too. Vaughn, thank you. Thanks.